Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Joe Doring. I'm here at World Famous Corgan Hall. What's going on? It's Sammy Guevara, the best ever. And you, yes, you are listening to WrestleCast Radio, baby. WrestleCast Radio, it's the number one podcast in all of wrestling, yeah. How ladies and gentlemen, the next contest, it is set for one fall or two curfew. I'm going to make this a tag team match. And I'm going to show every single one of you that there's only one boss in the WWE, and that's me. Does this look soft to you? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. There's one part of our bodies that's soft, and it ain't soft all the time, if you catch my meaning. Ric Flair, New York City Ric Flair, you're going to find out what hard is all about. Fight, machine gun. What's my impression of Okada? We hate Okada. Screw Okada. Los Ingobernables. This is WrestleCast Radio with your host, Ryan Cook. Kevin Matthews, you suck ass. <laughs> you might be one of the worst wrestlers I've ever watched in my life. What, what are, what are the is that Ian and Nelson? No, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, Kevin Kelly. And Alex Nelson. Uh, this whole thing, if, if it's him and Cass attacking each other, I'm going to be, I, I might stop watching them forever. <laughs> them attacking each other. Ladies, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 114 of 1, WrestleCast Radio. <laughs> Alex, feels good that, uh, that that we had a good New Japan Cup, and we got a lot of New Japan to talk about tonight. Lots to, oh my gosh, like, so, I mean, what do we have, nights three, all the way to the uh, to the final, of course, and, and what's leading up to the Madison Square Garden G1 Supercard in New Japan and Ring of Honor. Um, secretly, I think th- this could possibly be the uh, probably the best card of the year. I mean, it will, obviously, we have to see it into play. Uh, but on paper, uh, just, you know, as we're going over it before the show, uh, I, I can't really find a weak link. Even the one that I thought, you kind of, you know, geared me in the right direction since you did see the, uh, the women's match uh, down in Miami. So... I, you know, some good hopes for that one. Shout out, shout out to uh, me looking like a damn Mark uh, as the guy zooms in on me as I'm screaming, yes, as Iwatani beats Kelly Klein. Can uh, I find that apologies. on Fight TV? Um, probably. Might be on uh, the WB or whatever, the CW. Might be on there, too. <laughs> WB. Brought to you by uh, the Waynes Brothers, which is still a fantastic show. John Witherspoon, <laughs> low-key uh, goats. Of comedy, <laughs> you better put some water on that damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish it was Friday. That's for Ooh. sure. Um, so we'll, as Alex said, we'll get into that G1 Supercar, the New Japan Cup. We got to run through every part of that that we haven't. Won't won't match by match because that could get a little long and a little tedious. Um, 
Alex, uh, as he said to me yesterday, and I put in here, so I'm not sure where he's going to go with this or if it's just he wants me to go nuts or whatever, but uh, Alex, oh, we we're going to shoot tonight. Um, I have might. a few topics uh, after we today. We might have some spoilers on what happened earlier uh, this evening. Is that where you're going to go in at with the, uh, with the hip there? Oh, well, I originally was going to talk about another WWE name change that I wanted to shoot about. Oh, um, we did totally have do you, that. Have you Can seen I just start calling you change? Cook? Yeah, yeah, you might as well. Somebody, somebody said, you know, for everybody that's pissed off that he's just Ali now, which still is stupid as hell. Here's I mean, I, Ali. I don't think it's anything to get pissed about. I mean, Apollo got its crews back, so that's true. There's always hope, man. There's hope. Wait, wait, well, I, I miss Antonio and Langston and uh, Almas. Um, you know, it <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one misses the Antonio. Come on. Cesaro's just badass. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you're right. Um, but, but we'll get into said, that when when we uh, let me, when we do before our I forget though before before I forget let me just say this one thing because it's pretty funny. People said don't if you're mad now wait till they promote Walter to the main roster and he just starts going by Walt. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario. I, yeah. I think I'm dead. Or he's he just goes as Walter Spoiler. with lowercase. <laughs> They would do that, wouldn't they? Just yeah, Richards, literally something to wrestle uh, the WrestleMania ten thing. But my God, I don't know. I, I'm fine. I mean, it, I'm indifferent. I guess it, it doesn't make or break it. Um, I had to talk to my cousin after he was after we talked about the three way from Fastlane. He was like, eh, I really didn't like it. As I gave him a five minute lecture on uh, why why he was incorrect. On that, but but besides <laughs> that, I don't think it's going to change his uh, or any you know anyone's opinion on on his ring work. And you know who knows the Mustafa might come back. It might be a match stipulation later on in his uh, in his career. You know, and, and it's one of those things where I know it's not that big of a deal. I mean, you're 100 percent right. I'm I'm probably just nitpicking, but I just to me it feels like if I hear a character named Ali, all I'm thinking is oh Vince McMahon's got another Sultan or something like that. Like well, just think name. of the merchandise, though. It's just easier to kind of spread out than Mustafa Space Ali. Like, it's like uh, uh, Gredzalonic from the Cubs, like, back in the day. Where it's yeah, just, like, Mark was like a nice rainbow. <laughs> from armpit to armpit. But, no, it's just, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I again, I, I think it's okay. I don't think it's anything uh, culturally. You know, I'm, I'm sure a few people had, had that, but you know, I'm just thinking, you know, it's just easier off the tongue. Here's Ali. But then again, with me being Alex Alejandro and then my family name, which will go nameless, which is very similar. Um, I hate it when people call me Ali with the A-L-I. I only give one person a pass just because she's the greatest person on earth. But besides that, if someone says or spells it that way, boy, do I get irked. Just or, like the uh... Oscar fan base tonight. When the uh, the guy at the movie theater called you Alexander, I thought Alex <laughs> stood for so that. Stop going of, there, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting stared down by a woman with a bucket. Um, <laughs> you have caught the you have caught the sickness from Sydney. Stay the hell away from me. Sickness. Oh man, <laughs> good to see you. Just don't be sick Jen's next got, weekend. Jen's got the the barf and the poop. Yeah, we got Ooh. I got him a, a, a police rubble. Yeah. 
I'm going to be Ooh. the superstar dad tomorrow. What up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, see, we're going to get it all out of us now, so then that way next week I'm good. Can't wait. I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So much wrestling. So much excitement. We'll Twenty Friday nights with a sack uh, of Portillo's. Yes. Yes, hopefully. hopefully wrestling uh, slumber party. It's going to be the deal. Which you can follow us. <laughs> Over on the Patreon channel, uh, patreon.com forward slash uh, WrestleCast. I think it's just WrestleCast. I will confirm right now, though, for us. Patreon. Of course, $2 it will be the minimum, or we have a awesome tier $5, or whatever you would like. Of course, whatever you would like would be great, but also it will help us kind of keep this uh, fun ragtag uh, show going, make it a lot simpler. Plus, going to have awesome cool content during wrestling weekend since i think it's more than a mania um yeah so yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a lot of fun shows yeah subscribe to the patreon buy the t-shirts because uh if, if you guys if you guys can you know you fans of the show help support and i can get a new graphics card in this pc um we can start doing live twitch shows i figured out why it wasn't working for us alex just need to get a a, a stronger oh. caption card or a stronger graphic card. So, or if one of you guys just want to donate it to me, that'd be cool too. DM yeah. for uh, address. Um, <laughs> but obviously, like we mentioned, we're gonna do we're gonna do the carnival. We got or the the uh, the New Japan Ooh, Cup. We got, some, we got some shooting to do here as well. But uh, you brought this up, and I think it's a great idea because I am thoroughly excited to do this because I'm this is this has been the talk of my week. I'm so excited yeah. for it. This this was my birthday present over the weekend. Alex was getting to watch this. It almost um, it almost broke your relationship. You were talking about <laughs> it that much. Uh, March 19th, the uh, the tag series night six uh, for all Japan pro wrestling. Kento Miyahara defended the title against Naoya Nomura. Nomura 25, Miyahara 29. So these are young dudes. Uh, Nomura first title opportunity he's ever had. They had the largest crowd at Cork, and they've had in years, not counting a, a Champions Carnival show or a Tag League show, which mm-hmm. obviously that makes sense why those are big. But one of the biggest gates they've had there, 1,600-some people. 17 is what New Japan did on, on a New Year's Dash. So they almost matched that. Um, wow. First-time title defense for Naoya Nomura. Him and Miyahara go 28 minutes and like 25 seconds. I went four and three quarters on this. I I'm still like, I'm going to rewatch it again. I, I, I really <laughs> want to give this, I, I haven't given anything five stars yet. I do need to rewatch Okada J white again, and that could do it. But from what, from what it was, this match was, was damn near perfect. I had one gripe, which I mentioned to you. And even if I put that gripe aside, the, the work was incredible. I just, I can't mm-hmm. give a, a perfect five stars to a match that wasn't perfect. So that's the only reason, like, this is like, four and three quarters with an asterisk, I guess you could say. Ooh. But, I mean, this match was incredible. Naoya Nomura had some of the most fire I've seen anybody have in in a long time with New Japan. It picks up. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It picked up at the six, right time, for sure. 15-minute mark or so, about halfway through the match, is, as Alex mentioned, it got nuts. I mean, the, the intensity that these guys had, nobody nowadays has any of this fire. I've been... I've been a big proprietor of guys like Yuma Aoyagi and Jake Lee um, with, with this company of guys that I think really could, could succeed. And 
Jake Lee, even Zeus too to a T, and and they just seem mm-hmm. flat half the time where they just don't have that that fighting spirit. They're not coming at it. No more did that, and for as much as I think Jake Lee is the favorite to win the carnival because that's the guy they've been grooming, I think. Junakiyama now has a decision to make where Noyori Nomura could be the guy to win the carnival. Ooh. Fantastic, fantastic match. Great. I mean, we'll get into the bits and pieces of the match here, but um, Kenta Miyahara has his shutdown German suplex where he basically locks both of your arms. And the, the, the way that he holds your, your one arm and, he, and, it, and he's making it seem like you're fighting him so hard to get that arm lock just makes that move that much better looking. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed that camera shot that they did where he's fighting and fighting to push that right arm down. Oh, yeah. But then oh, yeah. he gets it in there and he elevates him up and Nomura bazes, does everything possible and slides <laughs> out of it to escape it, which blew my mind, only for him to grab back and hit it again. And then what what truly blew my mind is they gave Nomura a kick out from the German. I, yep. I, I couldn't believe that. That shows that they have so much confidence. Corkin went nuts when he kicked out of this thing. I mean, you would have thought Kenny Omega returned. Or, you, know, <laughs> you would have think it was the Golden Lovers again. Like, the, the, when, when Nomura got out of that, and Miyahara played the The crowd definitely so well. switched. Kind of when, oh when that God. fire, like you were saying, kind of picked up because everyone was thinking, my gosh, you know, he he might have a chance, you know, meaning Nomura. And, oh. you know, when, when he hit those uh, couple of uh, splashes from the top rope where I was like, wait, what is this guy doing the first time? You know, gets, you know, executes it, gets up right again and goes for a second one. You're like, OK, you know, this guy means, you know, legit business here and, and just kind of swaying the crowd and, and the brain busters that he was delivering. He he definitely had that Ishii type flow where I'm like, Oh, I haven't seen, you know, young Ishii matches of any sort, but I was like, wow, just I imagine this speed, you know, with, with Ishii, you know, and, and, and all that strength and power. Um, my favorite thing though is, yeah. I mean, Kento Miyahara is a, I don't know, a trillion dollars. He's that, you know, top oh. five, who do you build a, a company around? Kenta Miyahara is that guy. And there and there's two reasons. Facials and mannerisms. My God, does this guy have swagger soaking the love and admiration and cheers all in and saying, Yes, I des-, you know, th- I deserve this. This is me from the streamers that puts, you know, Ring of Honor and ECW to shame. Oh my uh, God, like the you ring said, of red. The young boys <laughs> It should have took them 20 minutes, but but kudos. They knew they had to get the match started. But, uh, you know, that's probably why there was that seven-minute delay. But uh, Kentomi O'Hara is is just a delight. The cross face to the ring post where he's stretching his opponent from the inside Ah. while he's standing outside, and he's sticking his tongue out at the camera. Ah. It's amazing. I mean, it just, again... His, his facials and, and just, you know, like you said, the selling technique, where at first he wasn't doing, I would say, no more justice in a way. And then all of a sudden, my God, you know, the, the you know, even the prelude to the home stretch, you know, everything was at that mark where I'm like, holy crap, Nomura, you know, might pull this out here. And then 
you know, Kento Miyahara just comes in either with a, a, a lariat or a, a German suplex in combination out of nowhere and just goes, yes, gaining back control. This was a great match. The second time around, um, I, I was a little bit more involved, if you will. You know, like I said, I was watching it, you know, at the gym. So really no distractions. So it just made me, you know, encapsulate kind of, you know, the feeling at Karuk and Howell. And Hall, that was weird. Um, but anywho, you know, just kind of seeing all that, that the, you know, the, the fandom just turned, you know. Like like you said, a star was born, I would say, in that match. That guy is definitely going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of the, the future and hopefully the focal point of 2019. Having a strong, you know, Champions Carnival uh, would, would definitely boost him up even more and kind of give him, you know, a it just, you know, as, as I, again, you know, we talked about earlier, reminded me of, you know, Evil Sonata, you know, that 2017 run, where then, you know, where I thought Sonata was going to be you know, the heavy favorite, but I was like, ah, Evil had a really good G1. You know, I think this is the guy. And I think, you know, Nomura has, you know, those characteristics, as well as, you know, having a style like Ishii for me, where, you know, this guy is, is on my radar. And, 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 it was, I mean, the, the beautiful thing too, um, closing out where I was going, you, you usually, if you watch some of these guys and you know, Alex, you watch enough wrestling when they pick, when they go for like a German suplex, the guys just kind of, all right, here we go. When he stalled him for that shutdown, he mm-hmm. freaked out and escaped it. Like I said, he gets hit with it yeah. again. And instead of going into this, you know, next crazy stretch, because usually when when the guy gets a right before that, Nomura kicked out of that that huge knee, and it was a I believe it was a knee. No, it was the it was the non shutdown version of the German, just a normal German suplex, and he kicked out at one. And usually when they kick out at one, that's their big. Here comes my fire. I have nothing left after this, so I gotta try to kill you. And he hits that mm-hmm. shutdown, and he kicks out. And like I said, he, they gave him the kick out, which blew my mind. But instead of wasting more time, Miyahara picks him back up and just does it again, and it's over. Like he's mm-hmm. like, "Nope, I have to finish this. I can't. That that doesn't happen. I just have to take him out immediately." And he did it, and it worked. And it it made Miyahara look like that veteran ace leader that he. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's nasty to say veteran at twenty nine. Like that blows me away to say that. But well, look at Okada. I mean, he yeah, was a veteran right, yeah. at twenty seven, twenty six. <laughs> you know, and. and it showed that they, they were willing to take a risk. The crowd bought into it and they showed up and filled Cork and Hall. And, and like you said, you know, at first it was a little, it was a different kind of match at first. And I'll say this, this is what didn't give it five for me was Nomura early is working the leg and he hits this huge splash on Miyahara's leg to try to take away his knees. And Miyahara is so, screaming and selling it looks like like a will osprey sell it was nuts but then he Mm -hmm. gets up and immediately runs across the entire ring and hits a huge knee with that same knee runs back and runs all the way back again and does another huge knee and starts taunting and i'm going okay something they either just miyahara is like we're gonna just go to this kind of a dramatic king king's road style match or it's just the heat of the moment and getting no more over and trying to, you know, have the match that he's used to having. He just forgot about it. But mm-hmm. that, that was the only knock I had was you, you can't do a leg heat and then never sell it. 
And <laughs> I mean, and like you always say, well, isn't that Japanese wrestling? And it is to a T, but I also say for all the time that we see Tanahashi getting worked in the leg, he still he still goes back to at least selling it. You know, or Agreed. Okada still puts it over. Now, they will have that adrenaline spike, like I always try to defend, where they can fight through it, but usually then when it's the double down, they go back to selling. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. The adrenaline wears off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, not to Miyahara. He must have got stabbed in the chest like those movies. Because, by the way, this dude has like Booker T cardio, man. He's 25 minutes of the minutes into the match. He's still coming off with the, like the hardest drop kicks I've ever seen. Like it's five minutes in. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's, I, I don't know, man. This was a star-making performance. I think they gave, they gave the office. Junakiyama's got some more to think about. And this, this now truly puts Miyahara in that category that I think – if you're a if you're a fan of all Japan, you're very happy. And if you're somebody who who's hasn't learned all Japan or hasn't gotten back into it since the days of Kawada and all those guys and Tenru and whatnot, I think this is this is the ticket to get you back in. And I think people need to get on the train before it, it leaves the track. I don't know, man. I still say he slips out. That's my only irk. There was a few irks in this match, but nothing to to downgrade it to to anything. Because I mean, you know, um, Nai. What's what's the guy's name? He's so crazy. Uh, Nomura. Thank you, thank you. Um, again, it's it's going to take me two months until I knock the name out of the park. But no, he. You know, oh, uh, again, just kind of kind of the, the different aspects that he brought to this match, you know, where, you know, at first, you know, where it seemed like I didn't think he was going to be able to kick out in time. Neither did the ref. There were a few like slow, you know, kind of going down to the three, like get up, get up, you know, type of aspects, you know, you know a few slip ups, you know, here or there, but otherwise, you know, it's, it's something that will change over time. And, and the champions carnival, you know, is, is definitely a, a good time to kind of, lay it all on on the table there and, and just kind of go out each night there. Now, dumb question, is this a elimination or just kind of uh, based off a point system? It's a point system. Like, it's I think, okay. think the, um, the G1. G1, uh, yep. There's, there's nine people in each block. So okay. um, each guy has eight matches. So not as many matches as a G1. Um, and th- there's some good stuff. They have they – have, uh, a big Japan, two two guys from Big Japan, somebody from Dragon Gate, somebody from Kai and Tai Dojo, and then somebody that I thought was a freelancer, but I could re- could be wrong. Um, there's five de- debuts in the uh, in the tournament this year as well. Um, we had two, four, we had six people not return. That kind of bu- that that sucked. Um, bodyguard didn't isn't back in it. I still don't know if I think he's hurt. I don't know what it is. Um, Kai is not in it, which kind of confuses Ooh. me that there's no Kai. Um, uh, Shingo obviously is not in it because he's not with the company or because he's with New Japan now. Uh, Mara mm-hmm. Fuji's not returning, and Junakiyama finally gets his way and doesn't have to be in the tournament. Um, which I, I, there was somebody that got hurt, and I don't remember who is filling in. Um, I'm trying to just skim through this real quick. I apologize, but I thought What's there the was someone. What's the storyline of who, that? 
of him not finally participating. He's just old. I mean, he's an older guy. <laughs> so I was like, if I don't have to do it, I could have swore somebody got hurt, but I don't see anyone that's not, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, people, but um, yeah, I'm really bummed that, that Kai wasn't in it after how great his match was in New Japan. And I got, I got these, I got these, uh, the carnival blocks here. We, you know, I just want to go over them real fast, but I want I have, to say I have a quick question though, mm-hmm. too, while you were in Japan and while I was watching this, uh, this matchup here, the signs just looked a lot cooler than at the new Japan shows. Like they, they just seemed more artistic. Now, are these legit signage and banners that fans are bringing in, or are they planted, like at an so, e event? All I've I found out that all those banners that hang from the standing room at Cork and Hall are all by the staff. The staff hung every one of them up at DDP, and they did it all at New Japan as well when we were both in standing room. So wow, these are all these are all. So it's it's they're just choosing to do it. I think. Um, okay. I don't know. My guess is is some of them are are just kind of a random thing where they they do it to get different guys over, and then they have big names in it as well. But I don't. I mm-hmm. just I remember seeing people like I remember some woman hanging up a Damnation one, and and she had like a DDT shirt on and like a name badge. So I'm like, oh, she, I think she actually worked for the company. Oh, okay. So interesting. Uh, but I do got to say this. Um, you know, March ends. On what Sunday is the last day in March, or what? No, fourteenth, seventh, uh, Monday. I think is the last. No, is it Sunday? Sunday's the first, right? Mm-hmm. Sunday's the first. Um, whatever. No, so, uh, Monday is the first. Monday is the first. Okay, that's that. Yeah, okay, so you know, next Monday is the end of quarter one, essentially for for the year. Mm-hmm. I think after this this match with Nomura and what he did with with Suwama his match with Kai and the fact that every tag match I've seen him in, he's went this hard in these tag matches. And that's also throwing in there the, the Baba show where, where Miyahara was more over than Tanahashi. But I think, mm-hmm. I think Daisuke Sasaki's bumped, got bumped out of, out of the top spot. And I think right now quarter, you know, quarter of the year done. I know it's early, but I think Miyahara is my, my wrestler of the year right now. I just, I, wow. When when you look at the fact that he's had three title defenses in three months, four and a half, four and a half, and four and three quarter star star matches, I don't. There's there isn't anyone that's done that. And you know, I mean, look what look at the um, what did I give the? Do you remember what I gave that tag match? I guess I can pull it up uh, from the Baba Show. Um, four and a half. Was it four and a half? Yeah, that's that was what I was thinking. It was. Oh, I do have it saved. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh, da, 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 da. Wow. So four and three quarters. A, uh, I went four, four and three quarters. quarters. So he, he's had four high-profile matches this year. Two, I went four and three quarters with one that I, I still might move to five and two four and a halves. I mean, he and he made a star. And, you know, you got to see that performance. And my mm-hmm. my hope is that what you've seen of him now on the Baba show and from the Nomura match that, that this can, this can start hooking you and you can start getting into getting to watch some of this all Japan with me. Cause mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, this company is on the right track and they have the right guy leading it. 
and it, and it reminds me a lot of remember how I told you like mid two thousands I just didn't give a shit about New Japan, mm-hmm. and finally you know late two thousands Nakamura and and Tanahashi you know but what Wrestle Kingdom one essentially you could say or Wrestle Kingdom two so you know thirteen twelve thirteen years ago I started getting slowly back into it because of. Tanahashi and Nakamura and Yuji Nagata was having some great stuff with, with guys. And then, you know, 2012 Okada, I got huge into. So, I mean, this is kind of how I feel about where I was just done with all Japan. And now I'm like, okay, there's so many good talents here. And, mm. you know, carrying that over here, there's, there's four outside to, well, five, and then the, he'd be six, I believe. So six of the 18 guys are outside talents. But, I mean, all these guys in this tournament, in a weird way, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by. I mean, there's a lot of – and it just it shows yeah, me that this, this roster's there. I'm excited because I didn't realize a few weeks ago at Warrior Wrestling 4, uh, I saw a, a, a gentleman who's going to be in this champion's car. Yeah, the carnival. Uh, Sam Adonis faced L.A. LA Park. And uh, he's got a good good character. He can move around in the ring. And he can definitely take a power bomb onto uh, seven chairs. So uh, (laughs) I think he could fit pretty well. So that's going to be interesting. So So we can see Joe Doring, fan of the show. Yes. To take on Kento Nahara in the final. (laughs) Do you have the blocks in front of you? Yeah. I don't have the matchups, but I do have the wrestlers in each block. And uh, so why did the bodyguard not uh, participate this year? Like, like I said, I think he's hurt because he didn't do any of okay. the shows. We, we went to two All Japan shows on the 2nd and 3rd of January, and he wasn't at either of them. I'll do some more research and try to get an so answer. So is this guy Lawler, or, I mean, I mean, that's a pretty cool name, but, I mean, him to not be in it, and for you not um, to see him, it seems like a pretty big deal. The bodyguard was Zeus's tag partner. They were called the Big Guns because they're just jacked. (laughs) (laughs) I saw a picture of Zeus and I was like, oh, it's like Japanese glacier. Awesome. (laughs) Dude, that guy is so swole, though. That guy would take glacier and snap him in half. Oh, man. Uh, Mortal Kombat fatality. I'll text you a picture of Zeus. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. Um, radio. No, um, uh, so you got Joe Doring, we, mm-hmm. who we know is great, Midwest guy. Yep. As as he said when when he saw me and Isaiah going to breakfast, he's like, "Hey, a couple of good Midwestern boys right there." And I was like, "Yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> Look at me. I thought I was really cool." What? Um, <laughs> I was. I didn't really call anyone a bitch. I just. Oh. I kind of sat there. I was like, "Yeah," and I'm wearing a Joe Doring shirt right now. What do you got to say about <laughs> it? Uh, so that was kind of ironic. Um, Jake Lee, who I think has a really good chance of winning this block, but could be different. Yoshitatsu, who's having a great run at All Japan. Even you saw in that Baba show, he was way different in that tag match. Mm-hmm. He seemed re- 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 energized and he was doing really good. Uh, Takashi and Yoshida. Who's Jake forgotten. Lee? Why does this guy look awesome? Uh, he's he's that dude that I think is like, or the guy that I, I would say in there, I feel like is, is their next guy that they're trying to make. It's just something's not clicking. But and that's why he I looks like show. He looks like not show. He looks like yo. Wait, yeah, he looks like yo and Abushi combined. <laughs> uh, Takashi Yoshida, 
Um, they list him as Dragon Gate, but I thought he was a, a, a Shima guy doing strong hearts, but I could be wrong. Um, Daichi Hashimoto. A lot of people say he's underwhelming, but I like Daichi Hashimoto. Uh, that's Shinya okay. Hashimoto's son. Uh, obviously, Suwama, whenever the tag champs, the Violent Giants. Sam Adonis, as you mentioned. For the old NXT faithful from back in the day, Joel Redman, who used to be known as Oliver Gray, the man who tagged with Adrian Neville. Ah, uh, he's in the tournament. And then now what could change the whole fate of Jake Lee winning or Joe Doran winning or Suwama winning is Naoya yeah. Nomura. So we have, we have matches with Nomura, Suwama, Jake Lee, and Joe Doring all against each other. Jeez. Sam Adonis, who, you can't, who you're enjoying, Daichi Hashimoto, Yoshitachi should put out some quality. Takashi Oshida is, is a decent hand. And then Joel Redman, if he can do what he did in NXT, that's a hell of a block. But then you go to the A block with Kengo Mashimo from Kaintai Dojo. He's okay, but he's in there with guys that could carry him. He's in there with Kento Miyahara, Yuma mm-hmm. Aoyagi, who's a former tag champ with Nomura, twice. We have Zeus. We have Jelani, uh, Gianni Valletta, who is interesting. I don't know. He's probably the weakest in this block, but he's, he wasn't terrible. I had never seen him until we went to Tokyo, but I didn't, I didn't hate him. So he, okay. he did pretty good. Uh, Ryuji Sai, who's part of Sweeper with Jake Lee. So, once again, they're splitting up Ryuji Sai and Jake Lee, and they're splitting up Aoyagi and Nomura. Uh, Dylan James, who they're splitting up from Joe Doring, their tag team. Shuji Ishikawa, Violent Giants. He's one of the best wrestlers alive right now. They wow. split him up Suwama. And then Big Japan's lending Yuji Okabayashi, who's one half a strong BJ with Daisuke Sakamoto. Yep. Now, I'm not going to lie, if they would have took out Oliver Gray and put in Dicey Sakamoto, I would have, I don't know what I would have done having matches with Sakamoto <laughs> and Nomura and Sakamoto and Joe Doring, but yeah, I mean, uh, this is a hell of a good, a hell of a good lineup. Um, the first night of the tournament uh, is April 4th. Um, that is the Thursday. Really? Yep, Thursday before you get here. Um, we get Shuji Ishikawa versus Yuji Okabayashi. That's going to be nuts. Jake Lee against Naoya Nomura on night one. The two, the, the two favorites, in my opinion. And Suwama and Joe Doring. <laughs> oh, that blows my mind. Um, April 6th, that Saturday night, we get a Yuma Aoyagi and Yuji Okabayashi match. That should be really good. Um, April 7th, WrestleMania itself. Uh, we get Joe Doring, Yoshitatsu. That should be kind of cool. April 9th, we get Kento Miyahara against Zeus. And uh, wow. Naoya Nomura against Sam Adonis. So there's, there's a Sam Adonis match for you. Um, April 10th, we get a Zeus-Yuma Aoyagi match. We get Tsuwami Yoshitatsu. Uh, and we get Naoya Nomura against Joe Doring. That should be awesome. Uh, hmm. April 11th in Fukuoka, we get Kento Miyahara, Dylan James. We get a Suwama Sam Adonis. And we get Jake Lee Yoshitatsu. Uh, April 13th, a bigger show. That's got Shuji Ishikawa against Yuma Aoyagi. And we get Naoya Nomura, Joel Redman. And we get a Zeus, Dylan James match. Now, obviously, there's a few more than this. I'm kind of just picking out the big ones to me. Yeah. Um, April 15th has Kento Miyahara and Shuji Ishikawa. That should steal, that could steal the whole tournament. Um, the 15th, we get Nomura and Yoshitatsu. That could be kind of fun. Um, April 16th, we get one that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Daichi Hashimoto, time to show up, sir. He gets Suwama. <laughs> that should be really fun. Uh, April 17th, they're in Shinkiba with Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi. 
and we get uh, Jake Lee versus Takashi Yoshida. Um, wrapping up the back end of the tour here, April 20th in Sapporo, uh, we get a Nomura versus Daichi Hashimoto. That could be really fun. April 21st, Suwama Jake Lee, Joe Doring, Daichi Hashimoto, and Zeus Yuji Okabayashi. Those are all good. Uh, final four shows, uh, we got a Yoshitatsu Daichi Hashimoto match April 23rd and Shuji Shikawa Dylan James. Uh, the 24th wow. in Nagoya, um, we get Kento Miyahara and Ryo Yuji Sai. That can be really fun. And then April 25th is the A Block final at Corican Hall. Um, Shuji Shikawa Zeus, Kento Miyahara versus Yuji Okabayashi. Those are wow. going to be great. April 28th is also at Corican. Suwama and Naoya Nomura. And we get uh, Jake Lee, Joe Doring. So to me, those are, uh, those are my four favorite in each block. And I think it's perfect that they're literally going against each other Ending. last night. Yeah, so if we're thinking, you know, if you're thinking like I'm thinking with the Gato-style booking, it's going to be who wins out of each one of those and what's the tiebreaker. And then the 29th at Cork, and we get the, the two winners. So, yeah, I mean, last four, last four matches, Miyahara, Okabayashi, Ishikawa Zeus, Suwama Nomura, and Jake Lee Joe Doring. So they, they booked it smart. Um, so that's cool. Gonna... We can actually watch two, possibly three, depending on the Sunday uh, or even Monday, we we yeah, can we just watch, watch it the next day. This. Very yeah, exciting. We, te- technically, we can watch four because Thursday, Friday, or excuse me, three. You're right. I, I'm I'm stupid. Yeah, because we can watch the. There's a Thursday show, or Wednesday. Yeah, we Thursday, can watch Saturday, the seventh Monday. one on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Joe Doring. Yoshitatsu. Oh, yeah, we can see him murder Yoshitatsu. So excited. <laughs> Hey, and we, I mean, we get the uh, we get to see a Yuma Aoyagi Yuji Okabayashi match. We get Shuji Shikawa Yuji uh, Okabayashi, Jake Lee Naoya Nomura, uh, yeah, Joe Doring. Saw that. Holy There's, dude, Doring Suwama. That's a that's a hoss fight, man. That's gonna be awesome. So, like you said, this Kengo uh, Mashimo, he's you know kind of okay. Not, do not think he's gonna do too much. You know, kind of representing a, a different company. I, I mean, Kingo Mashimo, if I had to, if I had to take a guy out of the A block, I think he's the weak link. Okay. Um, and that's just not like a knockoff. Yeah, and I mean, he does, he's got a cool look to him. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, he's forty years old. He was trained oh, by Taka, okay. which is. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't think he's wrestled enough big name people in the last couple of years, and I could be wrong. I'm going to pull up his cage match um, and look at his matches. Um, like, I mean, he's been in matches like uh, the day before my birthday. He was in a match. It was him, Ricky Choshu, and Shiro Koshinaka, um, who are both old as hell. Um, and he and he faced Ayato Yoshida, who's a young lion in New Japan, and two guys I've never heard. I've heard of Tekna guy and Kaji Tomato. I don't. Know, I've never heard of him. Um, I mean, he was in a match with uh, Dinosaur Takuma and Ricky Fuji. Ricky Fuji is old as hell, too. I just, I don't think he's he's had enough crazy matches. Like, he had a match at, um, with the Asuka Project. It was him and uh, Masakatsu Funaki took on uh, Shunsuke Sayama and Hideki Suzuki, which, okay, Hideki Suzuki, that's a top name. That's, that's, that's the guy that I said you need to watch because he's like, he makes... Timothy Thatcher looked like Hideki Suzuki light. And I mean, 
But the match went eight minutes, so he didn't even you know he didn't really do a lot. Um, Lord, this guy looks awesome. He's a veteran. <laughs> Which who are you looking? Are you looking at Hideki Suzuki? Yep, I'm gonna see him take on a uh, Akabayashi. And uh, and uh, if if I remember right, um, don't let me pull this up here. But I, I was definitely this is one of the reasons why I wish I wish you were here on Thursday so we didn't have to play catch up and we could watch live because mm-hmm. Alex uh, Thursday four o'clock Josh Barnett's Bloodstore Bloodsport, uh, your guy Timothy Thatcher in a Bloodsport fight takes on Hideki Suzuki. No. Yeah. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's the first Hideki thing Suzuki, we watched Timothy on Friday. Thatcher. Sorry, <laughs> that also that no, also is going to have. Uh, it's it's Hideki Suzuki, Timothy Thatcher, Frank Mir versus Dan Severin, Minoru Suzuki Ooh. versus Josh Barnett, and uh, my guy Masashi Takeda. Wait, the guy who got take... worked up in Long Beach. Yep, yep, him. Oh, and then. My deathmatch guy, Masashi Takeda, against Jonathan Gresham. Wow. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know. That's we'll going to be fun out. as hell. It'll be one of those <laughs> things where, once again, I, I'll, I'll get to take a victory lap that Takeda is more than just a deathmatch guy. I hope. <laughs> By the way, wow. They, they him and Gresham. That's yeah, just that's gonna be so right in so many ways. I'm Wow. So many great matchups. That's not on April 7th. The um, I mean, the Thursday, Thursday night too. Just kind of skimming, not to try to talk too much about this stuff. But uh, the WrestleCon Super Show, um, one of the there's a couple confirmed matches. There's a Zack Saber Open Challenge, uh, Dragon Lee against Babaro Cavanario from CMLL. That's actually really good. But uh, Bandito is taking on Will Osprey. Wow! 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 That's gonna be tight. He's got a busy weekend. Dude, there's so much good stuff. Oh, Airwolf gotten booked again. That's what's up. Good stuff. Uh, and then uh, Thursday night's the Impact Show with Pentagon and Phoenix against RVD and He's Savage. Totally a Timothy Thatcher. He's just stretching his arms slash fingers like it. It's such a Thatch. Like, do you do you think it's bad that uh that it's it's now Tessa Blanchard versus Joey Ryan on the Impact Show because um. Eli Drake said he won't wrestle a woman and refused to come into the show. Is that work or? He's not even listed on the card for him. Wow. Is that dumb on his part? Weren't they pushing him to the moon? Yeah, I don't know why he would have a problem wrestling wrestling her. They're doing yeah, Rich Swan yeah. against Yamato. <laughs> Interesting. That is interesting as as this finish to this match, just stretching his arm, arm bar. That was pretty tight. That's a good, interesting finish. The Did, was it? Uh, yeah, he's tight. Dude, they're doing uh, they're doing Rich Swan, Masato Yoshino, David Starr against Susumu Yokosuka, uh, the Rascals against uh, Red, uh, which is Daga Eight on Big Arshinizu. They're doing oh. Brian Cage against Masato Tanaka. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, it's like, is he the new Mike Awesome for him? Maybe is that going to be his? Oh my gosh! No chair shots though. MJF versus Ethan Page. Oh, that's um, a weird doppelganger. It's like an us scenario. 
Sammy Guevara against Puma King. Um, and then uh, Adam Brooks and Robbie Eagles against LAX. That should be tight, too. God, there's so much wow. Wrestling. And, and Minnesota's Owen, who wants to come on the show, by the way, so we got to get him booked. Uh, Airwolf. Uh, yeah. The, one of the first trainees from the Ken Anderson School. Um, on the Chikara show, he's wrestling uh, one of our Match of the Year nominees, A-Kid, from White Wolf Wrestling. Wow. Mask versus mask. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about that match. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff, man. A lot of good stuff that weekend. Oh, man, I can't wait for this wrestling weekend. And then there's WrestleMania, which is supposed to be eight hours. We don't, we don't have to watch that, do we? No. we. Uh, trust me, if, you, if people don't want to, there's plenty of other shit we can watch that is from the Spike TV stuff. I, like, I'm, seriously, I'm not... why, why does uh, uh, Finn Balor, I was going to say Fergal Devitt, but why does Finn Balor lose the title, win the title to begin with randomly, then lose it, just to have a match to win it again. Why wouldn't he just keep losing? You know, Leo Rush, you know, gets the best of him. And so finally the demon comes out and then he gets his big moment yet again and in winning the Intercontinental title back to back to back years at WrestleMania. Because that's the, where the brass ring is for him. But why? I don't know. It's just like, why is the women's tag title now? Beth Phoenix, Natalia, Nia Jax, Tamina, and the Iconic. Why? Oh man, why? why is this I, okay? We're gonna really let's do our shoot segment so we can at least oh. promote the last hour. Japan, let's go into that. AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle supposedly happened tonight on on SmackDown. No, it and didn't. apparently, yeah, I guess about five minutes into the match, Randy Orton just came in an RKO Styles or Angle. Yep, I was pissed. <laughs> And then there's another gauntlet match that the New Day won this time. So, obviously, mm-hmm. they had to put Kofi against Daniel Bryan because somebody leaked, leaked the picture. Oh, Kurt Angle did. Come see my final match. And it's got Kofi and Daniel Bryan on it. <laughs> That's idiot. really how it was leaked? Yeah, it was Kurt Angle. Oh, my gosh. Man. Baron Corbin. Baron fucking Corbin. Really? <laughs> And uh, now, so what do they do? With I can this? see why he leaked it. Like, you get it, right? Like, he's that pissed. Like, he's like, really? You give me Baron Corbin? I'm going to leak your main event. <laughs> why is it not John Cena? If they throw him in a match, like, after tonight, I'm going to be pissed. Like, John Cena just in a match. Because it's like, come on, we need a little buildup. I mean, at least the Undertaker thing, there, there was, you know, a, a legit storyline, even though it was preposterous, uh, uh, to say the least. But, oh, my gosh. Um, but, you know, for that factor, you know, yeah. I mean, it, does he even show up? Does he make an appearance? Like, is there an Elias gimmick? Does Alexa Bliss bring him out? What's going to happen? Who knows? But just don't make it impromptu. <laughs> Avenue. Oh my god! And then and then Oscar looks like she's going to the women's battle royal now. What cluster shit is going on there? I, I was surprised at first. I was like, okay, I did this, and I was like, wait, why did they just bury Oscar and make her win against Becky, which already really did mean nothing, mean even less now? Uh, and when is she 
when's her contract up? Yeah, get her the hell out. This, God, this company. I feel so bad for her. And Shinsuke dancing around in a surf suit. (laughs) Um, We also get uh, the musical act as Elias this year. Oh, God. (laughs) I swear to God, a slow rider shows up. Well, no, his big (laughs) thing's next year to Tampa. Um, And then uh, three people announced for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Braun Strowman, Michael Chi, and Colin Yost. Michael Shea, Colin Yost. SNL anchors, really? Really? Yeah, those... Is this 1995? Yeah, so we got two SNL guys and Braun Strowman in the Battle Royal so far. You remember Um, when Bear Corbin slammed Brock Lesnar through like nine tables and I I couldn't stop laughing because I was so giddy. I'm like, wow. They're finally doing something. Oh, you mean Braun Strowman? Yeah. Then he, now he's doing this. <laughs> I was going to say, you said Baron Corbin. I was like, oh, no. I would have oh, no. too. Braun Strowman. Sorry. I was, I was <laughs> gazing into the technic, uh, technicality that Hideki Suzuki possesses against his opponents. My God. And yeah, his yeah, hair you're... has not moved at all. And this oh, guy, you're gonna, you're gonna love him. You will love Hideki Suzuki. He's he's like Thatcher and Aoki on another level. Like he, he he's he's dope. He's not for everybody, but he's for you. <laughs> yeah. Did, did uh oh shit? What was I gonna say? There was something else that baffled me, and it must not be that important. Oh, John Cena tweeted a picture on Instagram or sent a picture on an Instagram of him face to face with Angle when he said ruthless. Aggression, but it's Baron Corbin's head photoshopped on his body, looking all dumb. Like, <laughs> oh, Cena! Is it weird that I miss John Cena? By the way, no, no. You see Del Rio get sucking up because they said they WWE has no interest in him. He's like John Cena is one of the best. That was Santino. He said oh. John Cena is one of the best wrestlers <laughs> ever, and uh, he learned a lot from working with John Cena so much. Wow, I got nothing for that. <laughs> you, you know what happened when he uh, when he's like Vince, Vince, why why won't you let me in? What do you what do you think of me? That makes me so bad. Vince looked at him and was like, <laughs> and he's like, oh okay, I get it. And he left. How many more returns does ADR get uh, until he ties Jeff Jarrett Ooh, for luckiest cool. some bitch in uh, WWE history? Speaking, he's already surpassed Janetti, right? <laughs> I was gonna say he's got to be close to Janetti, right? <laughs> you know, I want to. Speaking of Jeff Jarrett, once again, greatest businessman, slyest guy ever in the history. You know the um, so the Fight TV package isn't there anymore. Um, I I was able to buy all the shows anyway. I just had to buy them separately. I mean, it was like a five dollar difference. It wasn't too bad. Still was like two hundred and fifty bucks for everything, but we got twenty three wrestling shows. We got a lot of work. Um, so the fight TV, like the main WrestleMania package, the one that was 120 bucks, mm-hmm. it was sponsored by global force wrestling. What? So this guy who comes back at the rumble after getting put in the hall of fame, after holding Vince McMahon up for money, goes to the hall of fame, wrestles on raw, 
uh, after he's in the Royal Rumble, then wrestles on a pay-per-view, gets brought into the front office as one of the main creative guys. And while he's in creative for the WWE, the Fight TV More Than Mania shows get sponsored by his fake wrestling company. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, all, all while in the last year, so if you go back to, you know, April of 2018. Did he win a Triple A championship? Yeah. He was the Triple A mega champion. Yeah, he was the mega champion, mega heavyweight champion in the last year, I believe. So in the last year, he's went from a Hall of Famer, a Triple A champion, um, in the Royal Rumble, becoming one of the main creative writers for the show, and also sponsoring the competition while being a writer. Like this dude, just like he just wins. I don't know what else to say about Jeff Jarrett. No, I was just trying to think. I was like, gosh, if if he was successful in one venture, like more than where he has been. Um, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. That's some sly good work. That's for sure. <laughs> just don't show up on camera again, please. Not, not for a while. With that terrible singlet. <laughs> exactly. Or not even sing whatever the hell he was wearing. Um, so I don't know. Did you have anything else you wanted to shoot about? Because I like shooting. Um, should, should we talk about what happened? I mean, sure. On SmackDown. Um, so Charlotte. I mean, we kind of you know chat a little bit about it. So Charlotte winning the SmackDown Women's Championship. Now there's two titles. We don't know if it's a unification whatever it may be. Um, with her bringing that title and Asuka, you know, and they're not being a SmackDown women's title match. Uh, what does that do a, for Asuka's credibility, which we already know it's probably not there. And then B the scenario I, I brought up via text where somehow she demands her rematch and then, you know, she loses a match. So then she's out of the triple threat. Um, then we get our Charlotte Asuka, you know, best out of three. Then we finally get our Rousey Becky Lynch, uh, you know, main event that everybody has been clamoring for. Would that make everybody more happy or even more angrier at the product? If somehow that crazy wish scenario happens, I'm going to say angrier for a couple reasons. One being you could have just did this all along. So why the hell did we have to watch some of the worst television in in, in a long time for these storylines? Mm-hmm. And two, you finally got everyone just going fine, whatever, do the damn three-way and let's just get the match going. And then you change it a week before and again. Now that's probably the ninth time you've changed this match. What credibility does this main event have if you can't even figure out what the damn match should be? Gimmick on gimmick on gimmicks, it seems like. <laughs> it's just... It's one minute one person's not in. The next minute somebody else is in. Then the next minute they they relinquish the title because another person's not in it. Then they got to sign a waiver. Then they get the title back. And then they got to win a match. And then you're telling us that the Royal Rumble didn't matter apparently. And then now you're going to have another person win a title. And now she's going to lose and get taken out of the match to defend the title on the other brand. Oh, well, the other match is going to go back to the original one-on-one match and the Royal Rumble win to take on the Raw champion. As least. I mean, it, it just keeps going. It's stupid. It's, yeah. It, even when Something I was explaining my thing, I was like, this is the most ludicrous storyline or so build mad. or whatever in a long time. I, that was ugh. even crazier 
is Ronda Rousey supposed to be this bad uh, bish, if you will, um, as the kids say? But then they announce, which is pretty cool, Joan Jett is going to be playing her live, uh, you know, down to the ring for the WrestleMania main event, which is pretty awesome. But she does a backstage video where she's giddy and like, hey, it's the Smiley Rousey, where, you know, she's supposed to be this hardened heel. And it just took me out of, like, everything again for some reason. Am I wrong for that? Or or should I just say get over it? It really hurts me. It's stupid. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Pick a damn angle and stick with it. It it just drives me nuts. It's you know, I'm gonna bring it back to something that we argued about face to face. This is as dumb as that hug was. Ooh. This, is, this has been it's not on some, that level. But it's some of the most convoluted and confusing crap I uh, that's been going on and it's been going on for Four or five months now, if you really think about it, it's mm-hmm. you, you like, you know, and, and this is why I say going back to the hug, not not you know, you're right, it's not that stupid, I will admit that, but it's still the confusing stupidness. Why, what are you telling your fans when one minute they see this, and the next minute they're, they're seeing something different? It's just like everybody who doesn't watch NXT, the first time they see Gargano and Ciampa, they're friends. Hmm. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, look at look at they bring up Alistair Black and Ricochet, who who, who were, weren't you know they were fighting each other I think in a multi man match at one point mm-hmm. they've they've had nothing to do with each other and now they've been tagging for two months because you bring them up and you don't know what to, you have nothing to do with them but you just brought them up to have a new toy for Vince. I mean, what's you had the revival lose every match except for their title defense since they won the titles. And and then when they did retain their titles, they just they they retain their titles, and then they get their ass kicked by the baby faces. Just yeah. like Baron Corbin loses a TLC match by pinfall after five baby faces beat him up with a chair. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. And the worst part is one of my biggest criticisms was the wrestling was just ass. We've actually had good wrestling from this company this year. And I don't care. It's one of those things where it's like, it's it's like it's like you're dating somebody, and you, you keep asking them for the one thing that'll help you fix the relationship, and they don't want to give it to you. And then they realize you're about to leave, so they finally want to. Okay, fine, I'll give it to you. But then it's just like you, you just took too long, and, and I'm over it. I've I've conditioned myself to move on. And and that's is what this is. It's the inclusion of AEW with us knowing this is a legit thing, waiting for the. For that alternative, uh, you know, that we will now be receiving, um, does that draw our attention a little bit more just for that option? This is going to be the most unpopular answer you're ever going to hear, but at this point, I don't even care. Like, if AEW wasn't a thing, it wouldn't bother me. Like, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, like, AEW is going to be fine and great. I'm, I'm excited for it because we get to see a lot of these great matches. Adam Page, Pac is going to be great. You know, there's a bunch of, of the Strong Hearts versus SCU is going to be awesome. But okay, I, but I, I've seen Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho before. I, it's not like I haven't seen it before. I could, mm-hmm. I, I could guarantee you, if All Elite wasn't a thing, we probably would have got Bucks versus the Lucha Bros at some indie show, which is fine. And I, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm not trying to say I'm not, but. 
No, I just, I don't care. Like, I just, I really don't care anymore. I'm just, it, it's like I said last week that maybe, you know what, this company just isn't for me. And it just, t- today was the most engaged I've been in three weeks with WWE. Or since the paper, since Fastlane or whatever the hell it was. And all it did was make me mad. <laughs> That's all it did. We, we had yet another gauntlet to get Kofi Kingston in a match. So that's like your third gauntlet now you've done in a month. It's the new shark cage. Like I said, the whatever the thing was last week. You have AJ and Styles for five minutes, and then it ends with a with a cluster. And then you have Oscar lose the title for no reason. And if it's to change the match, like you said, then I'm just even more pissed once again because it's like how much how many times are you just going to change this stuff around because you don't know. What to do? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think I had the match count to only 13. <laughs> I mean, it's so just add a few more. I just, I don't, I just don't care. I'm just, I'm just like whatever. I guess it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. I don't care anymore. I'm just, I, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I like, I have no incentive to give a shit about WWE. I'm excited for the NXT well, the show. How the product is now? Does this kind of uh, put a bad taste in your mouth on, on some of the good moments you've had with this company? Yeah, because like I said, I thought that that three-way uh, from Fastlane with, with uh, Ali, since he, he's not, you know, stop <laughs> Ali. Uh, did they Kevin Owens that and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> That'd be funny if they did. But that was the best match, I, like I said, I've seen since Style Cena at Rumble. I mean, that mm-hmm. was great. The you know the opening tag match as much as it was goofy didn't make a ton of sense wasn't bad the four way was freaking awesome you know I mean there's a lot of good stuff on it and the worst part was after every one of those matches I I had two two matches in the four I think I went four stars in that four way and I went mm-hmm. four and a half or so on the on the three way and after they were over it didn't matter I didn't care like <laughs> I watched the four and a half star match went wow that was really good what else is on because <laughs> I just don't care. There's no reason for me to care in this into this product. I don't just don't I don't care. I don't care about this product, and that's the problem with WrestleMania. Is it's it's going to be eight hours, and I don't care about it. Like, <laughs> like I I, I, I here's what's going to happen. There's going to be probably ten people in the living room down here, and it's going to be going mm-hmm. on the big TV, and I'll probably have some indie show from the fight package on the computer, and I'll probably Whoa. be turning my head, spending more more time on that. I'm not well, going to lie. just put it on the other TV? On the which one? On the uh, second TV. Just put it on oh, there. Oh, yeah. I could, yeah, I can just, I could just um, put my MacBook and hook it up. That, that works perfect. That's a great idea. I just, like, but that's, like, I mean, okay, you're going to see, you're going to see, uh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to think of, like, a crazy match. But uh, uh, Jonathan Gresham versus Masashi Takeda is on the screen. And then on the other screen, it's Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. Like, what would you rather watch? I guess just, I, why? I don't care. Yeah, not that I bad. I just, <laughs> I just don't care anymore. I don't care about Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. I have no care about that. No. I don't care about Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins. I don't care about Batista, Triple H. I don't care about the Miz and Shane McMahon. I don't care about the Andre Battle Royal. I don't care about the women's four-way, and I'm, I apologize, Sasha Banks, because I love you, but I just don't care. I don't care about Reigns McIntyre. I don't care about Lashley Ballard. Literally, the only things that I'm interested in right now on this card 
is Styles Orton because I think if Orton shows up, it'll be good. I, I'm intrigued for Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese, because Buddy Murphy's been fantastic. And I'm curious to see what happens in the three-way women's match just for the fact of what it is. Mm-hmm. The rest of the stuff, I don't care. I just, I, I, if I don't see it, I'm not going to lose sleep. I don't, I don't care about watching the Iconics and Tamina Snooker in a ring. Can we put the Champions Carnival on the big screen? Maybe yeah. on the second screen? <laughs> No, the, the second screen will be the WWN Super Show, and the computer will be the Ooh. WWE Network. <laughs> I mean, and, and like, I get it. It's WrestleMania. We'll watch WrestleMania. We always watch WrestleMania. It's the camaraderie and the fun of doing it with, every, you know, with, with, with everybody mm-hmm. there. But I just, I just don't care. I, I just, like, <laughs> you know, and kudos. You guys put together a fun show. Look, Batista Triple H put themselves in a great spot where it's a plunder match, and they don't have to do a lot of warfing. That'll be, you know, kudos, good idea. Lesnar-Rollins should be a fun match, but I don't care. Um, you know, Joe Mysterio, if they got their working boots on and they, you know, it's a 10-minute sprint, probably will be good. Roman and McIntyre might be a fun match. Okay, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not like it's, it's there bad are raw matches or, like, you know, over-the-edge type of a match. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a WrestleMania field. Why not then do a six-man ladder match? For you know the United States Championship, you're already having like four way matches. Add a few more wrestlers, you know, make, make it you know a, a car crash type of a match. That makes it a little bit more of exciting, you know, factor than oh Rey Mysterio again. Yet he's lost to Andrade. Where is he? Why is he lost in the shuffle? You know, why give him you know the Andre the Giant trophy? Because you know he's gonna win it, but he should be fighting for that title. I would say instead of you know Rey Mysterio, yeah, or throw him I, in there. They have they love multi man. Come on, and, and I mean Kofi Daniel Bryan will be good, but I just like if Kofi wins the title, I'm not gonna pop. Like I'm not gonna go. Oh my God, he finally won it. I'm gonna go. Ah, that's cool. I don't know why they took the title off Daniel Bryan when he, while he's the hottest act they got going. But mm-hmm. okay, cool. This company's about moments, not storylines. There's your moment, <laughs> Kofi's champion. And the, the other reason I won't care is because I know he's probably going to lose it on Tuesday then. <laughs> you know, he's not going to have a long reign. Pretty soon. It's just, and and even if even if I'm wrong, this company you, has, uh, has has positioned me mentally. Well, this this company has, has told you that he's not a superstar, so why would you have him win it? They've told you he's nothing more than a mid-carder for 11 years. So why should I believe he should be world champion? Because of hope. <laughs> yeah. The hope. underdog, the struggle. He's had a damn good career. Well, yeah, he's been fantastic. And I think I think he's I think he's really good. But you know, this is not Daniel Bryan at thirty. So someone in a similar aspect who's known for having a moment, not so much matches, have been always equated with a tag team. You know, functionality. You know, I, I would say the, the forefather of it all, uh, Shelton Benjamin, you know, who kind of had the ladder match moments or the money in the bank moments. You know, uh, you know, a fan favorite who just never, you know, went over in the card. Had a tease here and there. Um, do you think, you know, out of these two wrestlers, who do you think should have their moments? Should it be Kofi or should it have been Shelton first? 
I think Kofi Kingston's a better worker than Shelton Benjamin. I think Shelton's uh Shelton's a nice tag wrestler with with good spots in him. But he's got that I'm trying to think of a good example. He's got that that flow where it's just like some of it just kind of feels awkward to me when he's in there. Like he's thinking too hard. And thinking it's no, about that I, action figure. <laughs> and it's, you know, no knock to him. I think he's a great worker. But I think Kofi's just more natural, and I think he's a better worker. He was a guy I always thought that could have had a, a, a transitional reign to see how it played out. I mean, he just wasn't a mouthpiece. I mean, they, they threw him with that bad mama gimmick. Uh, but for me, you know, he, he could have been that 2005 SmackDown champion. Yeah, I, and it wouldn't have hurt to try it. I mean, that's for sure. But, like, you you look at um, look what they're doing with him now. He came out as a hired gun for Paul Heyman to beat up Seth Rollins. Yeah. Like, why? What? And Shane McMahon tonight. Made no sense. Flip flop landing. Glad I didn't watch. Glad I didn't see that shit. Um, we got about 50 minutes. You want to talk New Japan? New Japan, eh? I can't believe we just talked about that. Cue the music. <laughs> um, uh, what can I cue? What can I cue? Um, I I can cue this. Shin Nippon プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。プロレス。
Okada Mikey Nichols was actually pretty good. And yeah, Okada yeah. Elgin was awesome. So you take you take Okada's tournament and you take Sonata's tournament. I mean it's just it no, Sonata doesn't touch doesn't even sniff Okada. Which to me <laughs> says you're not you're not main event. Look, I I'm still a believer that evil's the guy of the two. I think I've I think I've come to terms with myself because like, you know, we kind of hinted on this a little bit last week, but we talk about you know Sonata's demeanor and you know Roman Reigns wishes he was Sonata. I'm starting to wonder like, how, what how long till this gets played out with Sonata just kind of being the quiet? Like, does this is this something that he can run with for another ten years or? Does he need to evolve to get to the next step? He needs to evolve. I think he's the one that that would break away from Lij if that's a thing. I think if he was singles and had a nice singles run without a and I I love him and Evil as a team, of course. Yeah. But I think he he needs to have like a full year of just singles matches and Evil as as well. But I could see him, you know, maybe forming another alliance, you know, maybe getting his, his version of PCO or something along those lines. Uh, but, his you know, and, and I agree with Evil. You know, it, I go back to the 2017 where Sonata had, you know, I, it was one of the tournaments, and I was just like, wow, this guy's the real deal. And then in the next tournament, I was like, wow, Evil is the real deal. And then, you know, with both their matches with Okada that year, I was like, oh, Evil just seemed like it, it clicked with him you know, kind of being on that stage, you know, um, with, you know, an opponent like an Okada. So, you know, I, and I, I felt he's the stronger guy, but I think um, given time and Sonata can build that rapport, he was way over um, you know, Tanahashi in their match. Uh, I, I thought Kento Miyahara was back in the building. Um, it, it was just so anti Tanahashi. So now, um, let me I, say this real quick. To be fair, they were in Sonata's hometown. I realized. I found out. So man. I think I think that's why. Because you notice Tanahashi played a heel route too. Like he played oh, heel yeah. in that match. Yeah. And I think that's why that's, I think I like that match a little more because they very true. Yes. Good call. Um, for for that and and just due to the fact that they yeah they played to the audience that a whole time you know, where, you know, Tana, even if he was getting booed, he's like, you know what? I'm going to get you in this clover leaf even more now. And just you know, for him <laughs> to be in that within, you know, 30, 35 seconds, it was like a whole crap tap out already. Um, which I swear. Okay. Tapped. All right. Yeah. Tap to Ishii, but that's a whole uh, conversation we're going to have here in a second. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I thought this, a really good performance from Sonata with the two aces, you know, over the last decade within this company. So um, I thought this was good. I think for him to flourish, yes, he has to go out on his own or maybe just start doing that Amish gimmick, maybe, you know, becoming a, a more more skilled roadkill. More skilled roadkill. You know, and, and I'll say this too. Isn't it like not to not to like harp on WWE or anything, but isn't it crazy how like you watch WWE and they turn somebody heel and they turn somebody face and it just it doesn't work and you're just like oh how are they so bad at doing this? But then you you look at guys like Okada and Tanahashi and they can they change healer face on the fly and do a great yep. job and it's like it just shows the amount of 
like I don't know, it, it's it's got to be the training that they receive or, or something. But you know, a lot of these guys just can can do that on a whim in this company, and even you know, all Japan's sake with Kenta Miyahara. But it just it blows my mind how these guys can audible on the fly if they're going to be heel or face, and WWE the the face is getting booed and they'll keep working face the whole time. It's like, you know, if this was if this was New Japan, you'd have Okada <laughs> turn into Dick Kazu and keep you know he's kicking people in the back of the head, he's getting mad. Mm-hmm. He's like, Fine, you want to boo me? Then I'll be the heel. I don't know. Like I said, it's just you know it's neither here nor there. Just a, just a random. He did that observation. with Ishii. You know, yeah. the fact when Ishii was getting those cheers, he was doing the kicks, slapping, you know, ball the head until he gets headbutted back down to earth. But it was, you know, you're totally right. The adaptability, you know, that they have. Hell, it even seems just, you know, the, the freedom that they have in the ring comparable to what they have at the E. It's it's just amazing to, to kind of see the differences. But if they do like you said, all Japan sell. We're going to get to this aspect here. Um, a dream match, I would hope so. That's in the hem- in the uh, in the hemisphere here. Like you said, all Japan selling more tickets. It seems like for their shows, you know, as of late, you know, even not selling Japan. I believe you said DT as well. Um, you know, with Kento Miyahara. If somehow, I, I I know it's forbidden. It will never happen. But if you get Miyahara and Okada at the Dome, oh, how much? How many tickets do you think that would sell? Hypothetically, of course. I bet you they never crack forty five thousand. I bet they crack forty five thousand. I bet That's you an they hour get, match they, they right even, there. Oh my God! It'll be so like I. I was thinking about this and and um, it was a little. It was something I wanted to do, but I, I decided I want to wait because if if you. Check out some new some all Japan with me. Maybe we could do it on the the Monday after Mania type show. But I want to go through and watch some of this all Japan with you, so you can kind of get an idea of some of these guys. And I think we should put together our our like seven match all Japan versus New Japan best of seven type dream. Ooh, with with this resurgence. And like I said, I, I have some ideas in mind, but I think. I want to, you know, I, I'd like you to see some more of the company and then be able to, you know, kind of come up with your own list too. Because, mm-hmm. man, there could be some, there's some really fun opportunities with these matches. Like some of these guys out here. Um, uh, it's spoiler just, it's alert, nice. I, I will mm-hmm. let you know one thing. Um, a dream match I have would be Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, taking on uh, where is he? Uh, no, Nomura. That would be yeah, kind of a dream match, odd. kind of you know generational, uh, kind of the same style. And who will win, the veteran or the newcomer? God, who would I have? I think I'd have Ishii against uh, Shuji Ishikawa. I think that's the guy I'd have him go against. I think that'd be a fun ass. I do Tanahashi, Jake Lee. That'd be pretty tight, and then I think I would do Evil and Nomura. I think that'd be really good. Ooh, God, there's so many good. good. There's so many good. Or you could do Evil Joe Doring. Um, you could do Nomura and Naito. That would be awesome. Like, there's so many good things that could be done. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll come back with. Who would you have Zeus face? Would he face Ooh. Okada? Is he too big for Okada? 
Well, no, you would do Kento. Sorry, not not Okada. Naito is what I meant. I think I would do Zeus and Tanahashi. Ooh. I think that'd be kind of fun. What about Zeus Ibushi? That would be cool. That would be real cool. Ooh, that'd be fun. I I wouldn't like I wouldn't mind doing uh God there's so uh, uh Suwama maybe versus Hiroki Goto. I think that'd be really good. Ah. God, now I'm starting to like think of all this and I'm like, "Oh, oh man." <laughs> you know, if you want to throw a you could throw Kota Bushi against uh Koji Iwamoto, their junior champ. That could be kind of fun. Damn, there's a lot there's we we got to we got to look into this. So we we should come up with a card and Kind of just put together our what what we wish could happen. Yeah, we haven't done one of those shows in a while. A create your own adventure, create your own pay per view. Um, I haven't watched it yet though, but but uh, just just random here, real quick, not to get off topic, but uh, the DDT show from the twenty first I heard was awesome. Um, I was listening to somebody talk about it today, and they had a. Um, is as crazy as this is going to sound, the main event was, uh, it was, this was the match with uh, Muscle, Muscle Takai, or Muscle, uh, Muscle, damn, why can't I think of what it is? It's Super Sasadago Machine's uh, Muscle gimmick. Side, <laughs> muscle Takai, maybe it is. Maybe it is Muscle Takai, I don't remember. But uh, he faces Harashima for the extreme title. Mm-hmm. And they did a they did a uh, fans pick the match stipulations on Twitter. What? And it it, it was it, it basically turned into a comedy match for the main event. And as crazy as that sounds, I guess it was tremendous. It was best two out of three falls. The first fall was literally um, some woman did they did red light green light. So, like, in, in the middle of, like, one person beating the hell out of each other, if they moved at red light, they, they got a point, and after three points, they lost that fall. Second fall, um, oh, what the hell was, oh, second fall was they, they had to have a phone attached to their head, and if they lost the phone for more than three seconds, they lose <laughs> And they're over the loudspeaker at Cork and talking to each other. And you could hear it on the phone. And then some, for some reason, it, this was the Michael Nakazawa farewell show. And oh. um, for all the, and Michael oh, Nakazawa yeah. calls the phone line and they're both talking to him while they're fighting each other, trying to get the phone away from each other. And he's talking about how he, he is in a predicament because he's got his two best friends he doesn't know what to do with. One of them decided to move to America and start a new wrestling promotion, and the other doesn't want to leave Japan and go with the, to join that new wrestling promotion, meaning Omega and Ibushi are yep. just being brought into this, this conversation. And then the third fall is a reverse pin match. So, like, the goal is to get pinned for three seconds not pin somebody for two seconds. Wait, what? So, like, say I put you in a small package, I'm going to roll yep. you on top of me and try to hold you there so you pin me. Like, the the, the winner of the match is the guy who gets pinned. So it's like the kickouts are reversed. Like, you're pinning me, and you kick out, not me, because you don't want to pin me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I heard it's just ridiculous. That's insane. And then the, the semi-main event was... Daisuke Sasaki and Soma Takao got a tag title shot against Moonlight Express. Very that nice. Was, that was good, but that, that's neither here nor there. I just I don't know what made me Wrestle think about Matsuya that. Matsuya Mania. What is that? 
<laughs> um, so at the hole in this tournament, um, for me at least, matches that really stood out, Ishii and Yoshihashi, uh, Ishii and Nagata, obviously. Uh, Osprey yeah. and Archer I thought was great. Um, I thought Tanahashi Taguchi was pretty good. I liked Saber and uh, Abushi. It, it, that was my holy shit moment of the tournament with Abushi lost. Um, I really, I really liked Ishii Okada. It obviously, broke the brackets, of... man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Isaiah Davidson, the winner of the tournament. He won it, huh? I was trying to yeah. log in, but it, it wouldn't let me. Because he's got a, he had uh, Okada winning the whole tournament. He had oh, Okada in Sonata, so like. He had the whole final four essentially, minus the fact he he had Naito over Ibushi. But mm-hmm. um, nobody had Tanahashi in their final four. But he had three of the four. He had Okada, Sonata, and Ishii. And um, yeah, he I mean he had Okada and Naito in the finals. But he got the he got big points because he had Ishii, he had Okada, and he had Sonata in the final four. He got three of those right. But he also had Okada winning. He's the only one that had Okada winning. So he won wow. by two points. I know I was winning heading into the uh, final uh, final four, which yeah. I was surprised. I was like, "What?" Yep. And then he got he got those uh, final points. That's the Kota Abushi thing. Yeah, thanks Abushi. Um, <laughs> hello. Yes. Oh, you oh said, there um, we go. No, <laughs> I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> no, I, Yoshihashi, uh, I am a mark now. I mean, just, just having some awesome, awesome matches. Him, him and that Ishii. Time of year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's the hair, man. It's just kind of cutting it, letting it all, all, all gone. But no, I, I thought this was a, a great, great run by him, giving him some unprecedented wins, uh, you know, before, of course, meeting Ishii and getting a brain of busted out uh, for the elimination. But but he was a fun watch uh, for me there. Okada Osprey, I, my gosh, I love the, you know, kind of going through his brethren, through his chaos, the stablemates, you know, to kind of uh, win the tournament. Um, you know, so so some pretty interesting sub context there. Um, you know, so you know, it was just chaos versus chaos versus chaos. But I thought Osprey had um, you know, some some pretty great matches. Uh going to one of yours as well that we actually watched together that, you know, caught our attention, you know, very early on. Uh tell everybody, you know, your your low key uh favorite match of the tournament there, Will Osprey at Lance Archer. Yeah, it was really good. They played to all of both of their strengths. Archer showing that he's a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. They had a great Spanish fly together. Um, mm-hmm. Awesome spot where Archer goes for like a spear, and Will Osprey does a complete front flip over him and lands on his feet. Uh, they, they just everything, everything they did clicked. And nothing mm-hmm. looked bad. And there wasn't anything that was just like, ah, I don't know if they should have tried that. Like, it was it was as perfect uh, of a match as you could get for those two. You know what I mean? Like, everything worked. 
And, you know, kudos to Osprey. He gets another big win. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting wins and making his first uh, New Japan tournament appearance, uh, Colt Cabana uh, doing some work, uh, kind of having a, a dream match of mine, um, you know, even after coming off of some some tag matches they've had together. Uh, but Toriano, Colt Cabana, I believe, what was that, night two? Um, or, or or second round there, but uh, no, I thought this was a a fun match, great uh, great win by Cabana, um, and you know of course meeting his demise with Sonata, which I thought was was a again a a good match, you know serviceable match um, with the two there. But um, what did you think of uh, Colt's performance? Um, and do you see something down the line where he's kind of a mainstay now with New Japan? You think he left an impression? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I thought he did fine. Um, you know, if you're somebody who likes comedy matches, I thought him and Yano was really fun with the whole where he's trying to run and catch Yano and Yano keeps rolling or Cabana keeps rolling to the other side of the ring and Yano's chasing after him and he rolls back the other way. I thought that was pretty fun. Um, I liked Cabana taping the, the turnbuckle pad so he couldn't untie it. I thought that was pretty good. Cabana does the huge uh, flying leap pin to get the win, which I thought was nice, but, you know, I'll, I'll say if you're somebody who doesn't like comedy, maybe it might not have been for you. But, if you're okay with it, yeah, it was fun. Him and Makabe was a little weird. <laughs> Him and Yano was, was fun, if you like that style. And I mean, his match with Sonata wasn't, wasn't bad by any means. It, I don't think it blew my socks off, but it was I I didn't hate it if that you know if that means anything. Um, yeah. So I mean I thought he had a I thought he had a decent enough run. I thought it was fine. One match I I thoroughly enjoyed it was uh, I believe night three. Uh, Roshi Tanahashi the ace taking on yeah. the young lion Shota Ominu. Uh, take my money. I I would watch this match on a loop. Over and over, uh, the drama that was, you know, kind of in the match. I, I knew, I'll say I knew, but it was just a nice reminder with Red Shoes being the father father of one short of, you know, where I'm just like, whoa, how crazy is this? You know, just, again, kind of a heightened the match for me, you know, a little bit more. But, you know, just Aminu, is, it's time. I cannot wait to see this guy prosper. It's, again, like looking at, you know, the system or, you know, a college that stays, you know, off four years somewhere and then, boom, taking it back to the pros, you know, having matches at Kurukin and eventually the Tokyo Dome. If this is just a little sense of what things to come, uh, he is definitely uh, going to be, you know, uh, the part of the future that New Japan is brilliantly building. Uh, what did you think of the performance? Tanahashi, uh, you know, I thought she great respect to kind of both guys. He, you know, the moment where I said, could it, even though we, we all know it, it, it can't and shan't. Yeah, I just made up a word. But um, what did you think of the uh, the performance done by the Young Lion against the Ace? Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I, 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 I think Shota Amino is going to be something something really big with this company. Um, I, I, I thought it was awesome. I thought they did a great job. I Tanahashi gave him more than I, I thought he would give him. So I thought that was awesome. Um, 
but I mean, all around everything was fun. It was it was fun to see. Uh, you know, I think that was the first time that uh, tight ref has has refed his kids match. Um, I I think that's awesome. Um, it was it was just it was nice to see uh, another side of uh, you know just another style of wrestler in this tournament. That's what I think the best part about this thirty two match tournament was we got to I mean Toa Hanari had a had a fun match with Lance Archer, another yeah. guy who was a long young lion like that. Um, you know those aren't something you normally get to see. So I thought that was. I thought that was awesome. I thought it was. I thought it was done really well. I mean, I saw people that gave Tanahashi and Omino four stars. I would probably give four, honestly. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. It was. It was really awesome. Look at twos and deathmatch. Big Japan has a tournament going on right now called the Deathmatch Survivor. <laughs> I just stumbled upon it because I was on the cage match. Uh, today, today in a B-block match, uh, uh, Toshiyuki Sakuda defeats Taka, uh, Takumi Sukamoto in a <laughs> stapler and pizza cutter board death match. <laughs> um, Masashi Takeda defeats Ricky Shane Page in a light tube tower death match. Uh, Ryuji Ito defeated uh, Yoshihisha Uto in a C4 death match. Uh, Jimmy Havoc wow. defeated y- Yuko Miyamoto in an Iron Cage and Light Tubes deathmatch. And then in just a deathmatch, uh, Asami Kodoka defeated Abdullah Kobayashi. God, I really <laughs> hope Leatherface makes an appearance. That sounds like I, his kind of jam. <laughs> I I want to get that Big Japan streaming service because I want to check out some of these. Like It's insane that they have something called a deathmatch survivor tournament. It just <laughs> blows my mind. <laughs> um... um one if, thing I want to say too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, go ahead. What was a bigger shocker for you, uh, Zack Saber Jr. Uh, getting eliminated by uh, by Tanahashi? Uh, you know, ending his New Japan Cup streak. By the way, uh, so not only uh, was was the new streak of Yoshihashi, you know, kind of that he was on ending, but of course, um, Zack Saber Jr. from his win at last year's tournament or Kobushi's elimination there um i think the abushi thing because i i said that dude for sure is going to win this tournament like i i didn't think there was any question he was winning this thing um so when that happened i went wait a minute what (laughs) so that threw me that threw me so do you think you overthought or overthunk you know kind of that that going in going into the tournament Judging by past New Japan shows on their U.S. expansion, I didn't know. I just I didn't think that there was any way they would give the Okada J White title match because Okada's got to win. He's got to get his title back, right? He's got to get his win back. The only no. thing that could have you see so have J White beat him again. Throw him aside. I just yeah. I, don't know I, how think, you- I think that's the smart thing. Um, you know, but I don't know, but you've been building Okada up. You got him back in the, uh, in the trunks there. So ah, that's a tough call. I think, I, just, I don't see how you can have Okada lose to him again. <sighs> Unless the, the, the chaos mole come, it comes into fruition on this show. Yoshi mother Hashi. And he's not even booked. 
here, here's here's where where I'll get crazy. I'm gonna get real real crazy on you. Oh. What if Zach? What if Will Osprey turns? Ooh. And they haven't but embraced then... this whole this whole elbow thing as a bad guy. That would, I mean, I, why, why would he turn though? Just what shadow is he in under? He's, he seems to be enjoying Okada. his time. Every he's, time he's I enjoying his time, he's hugging him. He's giving, yeah. he's giving him handshakes. But, but Dean Ambrose did the same thing. He just got sick of it. Yeah, but Osprey, I, I think, would have a little bit more uh, level of, uh, you know, kind of loyalty. But my my thing is no, I I think it's too soon. Why why have them fight again? They just well, fought in the New Japan Cup. I mean, you don't have to necessarily have them fight right away, but it's just there's your turn, and there's your reason that Okada doesn't win the title. Man, what if it's Ishii? He's not. See, that, originally my thought was Yoshihashi, but he's not even on the card. Yeah, but don't they have matches in New York regardless? Not Yoshihashi, of course, but isn't Ishii <laughs> in New York? Um, he might be on the one of the Rev Pro shows. Um, let me pull up the WrestleMania weekend. I can kind of scroll through here. By the way, uh, Yuya Yamura, one of the newer Young Lions, that dude is a yolt. <laughs> that guy <laughs> is like Google Yuya Yamura. Y-U-Y-A-U-E-M-U-R-A. That wow. dude is yoked. Like, holy hell. Like, I mean, he's no... Um, um, why can't I think... Uh, what, what's, what, was the, what was the dude with the fangs? Why can't I think of his name? Kitamura? Yeah. What was his first name? Katsuya Kitamura? Was that it? Sounds about right. Yep, Katsuya. Yeah. Um get to you later. <laughs> okay, so uh Ishii is is going to be on the Rev Pro show. But by the way, this oh my god. Uh not to change the subject, but here's another show. This one starts at three PM on Friday. Um I don't know how early you're gonna get there. What is it's it? Three PM on Friday. Um we get Rocky Romero versus Ryosuke Taguchi. Whoa. We get Tomohiro Ishii against David Starr. What? Um, we get Tanahashi and Osprey against Suzuki and Zack Sabre. And we get Rapungi 3K against Aussie Open. Whoa, what? Yeah. What? That's a hell How do we get this? That's, uh, it's one of the fight packages I bought. <gasps> we get to watch that? Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's we should do like, a live video of me during David Starr until... Because <laughs> wow! Once again, uh, how, how the earlier you can get here, the more, the faster we can start watching some of this. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. God, uh. <laughs> dude, that's a card, man. That is a card. I don't know what card I'm more excited for now: Rev Pro and or uh, the the Super Show, or the G or yeah, the G One Super Show as well. Uh, the WWN one or NXT. Let's not forget that's a pretty damn solid card. Yeah. Dude, um, the NXT card is really good. But that Rev Pro card, wowzers. 
Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be some interesting stuff. That that could change the game. Uh, Ishii, I hope, does call out uh, Bully Ray and just beat the living hell out of him. Just because it would make sense. The, but to get him the, over uh, Oh, man, Ishii. Yeah, there you go. But I don't know what they're going to do with that. Flip, flip uh, Gordon's out another six months. He tore his meniscus already. So he's oh, out again Jesus. So it's not him in the match. I guess he came back too early, he said. Oh, that sucks. Oh, yeah. Bummer. Um, the, now, the rest of this card, I don't know how good it'll be. And it might be, it'll probably be something where maybe we watch and if it sucks, we just get rid of. Um, the Black Label Pro Show. It's got a couple mm-hmm. interesting things. Um Nick Gage versus Hornswoggle. I don't know why that intrigues me. <laughs> oh, we know why that intrigues you. <laughs> it's going to be chaos, and it's going to be great, and we're going to see, unfortunately, uh, Swoggle uh, bleed a lot. <laughs> um, we get the Space Pirates, Space Monkey and nice. Saber, uh, taking on They're Team fun. White Wolf, Carlos Romo, and A-Kid. Taking wow. on uh, Trey Lamar and Jake Lander. I don't know who they are. And the fourth team, Sammy Guevara and Robbie Eagles. What? what? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Um, in a really one-sided tag match, um, I mean, Shazen McKenzie and Charlie Evans are fun. Uh, Jessica Troy, Zoe Lucas, and Indy Hartwell taking on the team of uh, Samantha Heights. And then... And one-sided, Nicole Savoy, who's been Shimmer Champ for over a year, Shotzi Blackheart, <laughs> Kylie Ray, and Jordan Grace. Uh, that could be kind of fun, but it's really one-sided. Mm. Um, and then Jonathan Gresham against Masato Yoshino. <laughs> he is going on his own Japanese excursion, it seems like, uh, next weekend. <laughs> wow. The yeah, uh, by the way, since since I already got it up, I'm just going to keep going here. Uh, spring Break Part 1, since it's two-night They event, announced right? matches? Yes. Uh, Nick Gage versus Shinjiro Otani. Whoa. Um, the final battle, uh, the battle for Ethan Page's soul and dignity as a wrestler and a human being, uh, is against a mystery opponent right now. So, the final battle for him to not have to book the cluster. Um <laughs> Then we get Taka Michinoku against Orange Cassidy. <laughs> what? Yeah. And then the death match I'm waiting for, Jimmy Jimmy Lloyd, I hope it's going to die, takes on Masashi Takeda. Yes. Oof. <laughs> oh, by the way, on the, the Joey Ryan's penis party, I read that right. That's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, Dick Drew. Uh, uh, Priscilla Kelly. The, the chick who, the tampon. Oh, chick. yeah. Se- yep. Session Moth Martina, the drunk chick, and Scarlett Bordeaux are going to take on Sexy Eddie, Val Venus, and Joey Ryan. That's <laughs> weird. But then we get, <laughs> you'll, you're going to love uh, a couple of this. So Pac's on the show. He doesn't have a match yet. Chuck Taylor and Trent Brett are on, but they don't have matches yet. Brody King is too. Tracy Smothers is on the car. Are you ready for that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm all uh, uh, Taya Valkyrie and John Morrison against Pentagon and Phoenix. But can you guess who Timothy Thatcher's facing on this show? Ooh. Is it uh, Stecky? Suzuki? David Arquette. Whoa! Interesting. 
no blood this time. No. So just some fun stuff here, but I mean, we, you know, obviously we'll get into, we'll get into more of that next week as we, as we go into the final night here, uh, real quick, I'll just, <coughs> excuse me. Um, kind of looking over this, this G one super card here. Um, I'll just kind of run down the matches here. And then after I get done with all of them, uh, we can have, you know, Alex will give his, give his uh, thoughts as we go here. Uh, the opening match, we have the honor rumble. Jushin Thunder Liger is the only one confirmed, so that's kind of tight. Uh, once again, Liger on his on his farewell tour, you could almost call it. Uh, never open weight and ROH World TV title title champion versus champion match. Will Osprey taking on Jeff Cobb? I don't know how that's going to go. That should be interesting. Our second match, we get Dalton Castle versus Roosh. Third third match, the Women of Honor Championship, Mayu Iwatani again against Kelly Klein. Fourth match is a New York City street fight. Bully Ray versus a mystery opponent. We don't know who it's going to be. Fifth match, we get a three-way for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. Taiji Ishimori defending against Dragon Lee and Bandito. Sixth match turned into a four-way because uh, it probably would have had... WWE? (laughs) We get uh, Tamataga Tangaloa, the IWGP Tag Champs. Brody King and PCO, the ROH World Champs. The Briscoes and Evil and Sonata, winner take all, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I got a couple thoughts on that. We'll, we'll talk about uh, seventh match: British heavyweight title for the Renfro title. Zack Sabre yeah. against Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, IC title match: Tetsuya Naito defending against Kota Ibushi. Then we get an ROH World Title three-way ladder match: Jay Lethal, Matt Taven, and Marty oh. Skrull. And then we get Jay White in his first defense against Kazuchika Okada. It's a hell of a card. Don't, do you think they just got to put the title on Marty Skrull and just run with him until he leaves since he's so over? Yes. Isn't that the way to do it? Just have him win. But it, and when his contract's up in September, then you just let it, you have him drop it and he walks. Agreed. Or you have Matt Taven it's because he never lost <sighs> the championship. I, I can't get behind Matt Taven. I just can't do it. No, you can't. I, I don't, don't get, like him. I I respect his respect, but I, I think a Marty Skrull would be, yes, the the favorable Especially to carry, you know, the villain enterprises. Uh, you know, especially you know, Brody King and PCO come out successful. You know, kind of getting two championships. How crazy would that be to see PCO over in New Japan for a couple of matches there? Um, but yeah, I mean, if they kind of want to build this faction, you know, up a little bit, why not get all the gold? Make them a bunch of hardcore Hollies. Why don't you? <laughs> Like the one thing I was gonna say is, there's, I was wondering how they were gonna get more teams in this, because there's no way in hell PCO and and Brody King can win this, right? Oh yeah, like there's no way New Japan's bringing PCO to Tokyo, are they? Hey, hurting for some teams, man. Antarctica <laughs> can only do <laughs> so much. You're bringing Brody King over. You're bringing PCO. PCO's gonna be over in Japan. Come on. <laughs> they got car That's batteries. 
They got car batteries. Oh, man. Dude, I'm reading Okada's biography on the New Japan website. Uh, mm-hmm. It says, a wrestler for the new generation. Okada famously states, I'm going to make it rain money on the wrestling world. Debuting for <laughs> Toromon. Debuting for Toromon at, at the age of 16, which is now Dragon Gate. He joined New oh. Japan in August of 2017. After training overseas, he returned in 2012 to compete in the Wrestle Kingdom 6 at the Tokyo Dome, where he joined Chaos. The following month, he defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to win the IWGP heavyweight belt and cement his place as one of New Japan's preeminent wrestlers. Looks, strength, and tenacity combined into one complete package. Whether it's his deadly dropkick or powerful rainmaker, Okada gives the fans what they want. A spectacular finish. And there was a colon after the word want. And then there's a picture. It says finish hold. And then it's him with the wrist clutch on, on uh, a confused looking Naito. And then him hitting the coals on a Naito. And then underneath it just says Rainmaker. <laughs> Finn. Um, yeah, exactly. By the way, great. I, lo- I love the Okada run. Running through the gauntlet of his, of, of his uh, stable. My thing, though, is, hey, him and Ishii, for me, match of the tournament. I'm an Ishii mark to no end. But, damn, did he not deserve uh, to, to win this tournament. I, I thought this was definitely his time. I think this is a good match you could have at Madden Square Garden. Tons of fans would rock uh, for Tomohiro Ishii down in New York. Uh, and, and I think it'll just be a fun-ass match with a, a young Jay White diabolical Jay White there, but um, the thing with Okada, going from that Ishii match, you know, he's a samurai, he's a warrior. He's going to get up until finally he takes his last breath. But why was, like, Sonata in the final just kind of getting out of the Raidermakers or taking one and then countering that second one? So my thing is, is... It seems like he had to do two Rainmakers at each match. Has that always been a thing, or why is one not enough? I, I think he was just playing off the fact that he finally caught him with it, but he didn't have a lot behind it. So he got you good enough, or now he's just going to wrist clutch you, bring you back up, and do it again. Like you know, I'm just, a lot, though. Like a yeah. lot. I will say that final stretch with Sonata and Okada was really good. I'm going to send yeah. you a picture, by the way, of the Naito page, and it's one of the most hilarious-looking Photoshop pages. <laughs> so right by oh, the way, everybody gosh. who they show finishing move of, Tanahashi, Naito, and Jay White, are all doing their moves to Okada. <laughs> like, <laughs> this can beat Okada. This can beat Okada. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. But yeah, wait, wait till you see this, this picture of... of uh, Oh, oh man! Just photoshopped in the corner. <laughs> Whoa, he's in that pose. <laughs> so funny. It looks Hi. like he's like on the cover of a VHS, like uh, jazzercise <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> Gotta get home before the parents do. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is man! So random. Yeah, I mean, so it wasn't a bad tournament. Um, there was a lot of really fun undercard matches though on that last night of the tournament that um, I think is definitely worth checking out if you haven't. Um, there was an awesome eight-man. It was Ren Narita, uh, Raisuke Taguchi, Kota Ibushi, and Tobohiro Ishii 
against uh, Naito, Bushi, Evil, and Shingo. And, you know, I usually like, like, or Ishii's music starts playing and, you know, and like 30 seconds later, he finally comes walking out to the ring. Well, in the opening seconds of the Abushi theme starting, like the twinkle part, you just see Ishii just walk to the ring and just stand on the aprons like he doesn't give a crap. <laughs> and Man, they had to have battled before, but I, I kind of want to see that now. Abushi and Ishii. How stiff I think it happened in the G1 a couple of years ago. Like the headbutts. It would just be dueling headbutts. <laughs> I'm gonna let me pull up the G1 climax. I think it happened a couple years ago. Um, Be a survivor. Remember that slogan two years ago? (laughs) Um, Abushi Ishii uh, wrestled in this year's uh, G1. What? Oh, they wrestled. Did you um, night eight? Did you download that? Sixteen minutes and thirteen seconds. I want to see what I gave it. Let me find my book. Night eight, raw, ick, raw. That's all. Ah, Sydney crossed out raw in my book. That's funny. Well, right, one. Um, Abushi Sonata. Abushi Ishi from July twenty twenty eighth. Um, Abushi Ishi. I went five stars. Wow. So. Need to go know. rewatch that match. Apparently, uh, there's, there's something to do. That was the, the, yep, the 2018 one. Um, and in 2017, uh, at Block A, Ishii and Ibushi were in the same block again, too. So they've, they've wrestled in the last two G1s against each other. <laughs> Man, I mean, it's only going to get better. Uh, is is Ishii? Uh, gonna take out Jushin Thunder Liger in the Honor Rumble. Oh, maybe he's in it. There you go. Maybe that's how they get. Um, maybe that's how they get Yoshihashi. Isn't that on a the clap call. in the face, though. Hey, Spike. Looks like you didn't run away yet. Did you download that? It's the new uh, IWGP Junior thing for the uh that wrestling game you have which is amazing. No, I I should check it out though. I didn't just came that. out today. <laughs> Fire Pro Arena. Fire Pro. World Where can uh, people watch Fire Pro Wrestling by the way, Ryan? Uh you can check me out at twitch.com uh or excuse me, twitch.tv forward slash wrestlecast radio. Check out all the the fine fun uh, that we like doing. <laughs> it's, it's a good time. Such a fun game. It's so surreal uh, how there's a new Japan game, but I don't have a PS4. Yeah, it's one of the, like I, I mean that's that's one of the only reasons I have. What is this? Somebody made a tracker for Fire Promoter, which gives you an average match rating for a sixty wrestler rocks roster over a twenty year period, two hundred and forty wow. shows. What is this? That's it's been it's been fun. Um, we we did we did a green screen, so it looked like we were at the building. It's kind of cool. No, we did another. One. We put up a table and put some titles around and put like a cloth over the table. We're like, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. 
that track is really confusing. Um, I don't know what the hell. For anyone that can't click it, um, I'm amazed that it continues. Yeah, whatever. Dang, do not bleep with bad news, Alan. Poor Brett, somebody posted. Oh, my God, somebody has a video from Calgary Stampede. It's uh, Bad News Brown beating the shit out of young um, Red Trunks Bret Hart. Um, Whoa. I mean, I'm talking like 19 chair shots and a pile driver. I'm, I'm getting way sidetracked now watching all this. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we got the. Oh, congrats to the Hart Foundation making the Hall of Fame. If that means anything. Yep. Ah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why Jimmy Hart's not part of it. Wasn't he supposed to originally when it was leaked? That was like the first announcement leaked, and then they said, nope, we're going to do yeah. DX. Yeah, I don't that understand that. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I. I there's so much stuff. I just, like, I don't even, I don't know. I don't know if I'll even watch the whole thing this year. Maybe, like, later on, but, like, it seems like they're trying to come. condensed version where it's, like, 42 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, telling everybody that they have to go down to, to, like, 10 minutes or less, and they don't have presenters anymore now. Do you think the wrestlers are pissed that um, they can't sneak out the Hall of Fame to go to MSG? <laughs> yeah, I would be if I was a fan. Like if I was Zack Ryder, I wouldn't want to be sitting there. Man, uh, game changer. Um, so the the dipshits at Nova Pro Wrestling they bailed out of their show because they the guy was like stealing money from his wife and stuff, and he couldn't pay the wrestlers, and he just backs out of the show. So game changer picks up the ball. Kudos to them, and they run another show. It's at noon. On Saturday, it's called Orange Cassidy is doing something or whatever. <laughs> I'm in. Um, there's the the five o'clock somewhere last person standing match, uh, Session Moth Martina against Nate Webb. Um, the old nice. school Chikara guy himself, Ultramantis Black, taking on Nick Gage. Uh, Teddy Hart's a reading rainbow, whatever that means. Jonathan Gresham and Shinjiro Otani. And in a one-minute time limit match, Chuck Taylor versus Trent Barretta. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That could be good. It's going to be um, some good stuff. Hey, it's just next week. I cannot wait. The alternative is out there. It is real, folks. Check us out. All next uh, next week, uh, starting Friday night, possibly around 9 p.m., burning that midnight oil. Uh, just wrestling fill the weekend. And check us out on Facebook, WrestleCast Radio. Also, uh, Strong Style Media. Give us a like, a comment, share. Uh, you know, all the episodes, all the posts. Um, also, on Twitter, at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Um, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Check out those awesome four new shirts. We got the midway representation of the best wrestling city in all. The land, Chicago, Illinois, is there. Um, also, where uh, for WrestleMania weekend? I don't know if they can get it in time. Maybe they can get it ready for you know, uh, you know, the latter half of the Champions Carnival over on all Japan. Ryan, where can they get a sweet deal for the uh, wine lovers out there? Ah, head over to wink.com and get yourself a subscription. We got. 
links going up uh, this this week. Everything should be set up. We got everything going. So, um, you know, if you're if you're interested in that or any, you know, baseball season starting on Thursday. If there's any merch you need, head on over Strong Style Media. We got links to Fanatics. We got links to to Wink.com. Get yourself something to drink. Get yourself a new baseball hat, and uh, you know, get yourself some merch. Support the show. Support yourself with some new good. Good stuff. Yeah. Some good beverages because you're going to need it with that eight hour shit show that's happening on the seventh. <laughs> I uh, think I think that's wait. the that's the ticket. That's the end of us. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next Soon. week. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a show on. I'm guessing before WrestleMania weekend. Also tomorrow night, uh, myself Nick Hagberg, um, special edition of Sportscast. It'll be at nine thirty tomorrow night. Our MLB preview. We're going to preview all thirty teams. Ooh. So be sure to check that out. You know, Hagberg's uh, got a lot of good knowledge. So it's always mm-hmm. a pleasure when uh, Nikki uh, Nikki comes by. So we'll be we'll be getting on to you nine thirty tomorrow night. Otherwise, myself, Alex, we will see you next week. A lot of wrestling, a lot of fun. Peace out.